Welcome to Three People on a Couch. Today we have a very special guest, Kat Samuto. Did yeah, I say that right? You did. You okay, did. Kind of right. <laughs> and she grew up in the entertainment industry, basically. Yes. And she's been in a multiple fields. She is a writer. She's a podcaster. She. I don't even know what she haven't AKA done. AKA the starving artist. <laughs> Got some, got some bread Just in the cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Maybe I'll take you up on your offer. <laughs> and we're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, guys. I'm super excited. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Thanks for being here. Yeah, and I mean, I've listened to your podcast, and yes. I love it, of course, because I love, <laughs> you know, everything when it comes to relationships, sex, dating. Right. That's... I think we talked about it in our first episode, just briefly. Yeah. Because I'm so tired. I think we went of over my app. Hinge profile in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Like, no, da- no, yes. I feel like da- dating is always a theme that comes up every right. single episode because it's very relevant in all of our lives. Yeah, I know. Everyone does it. Yeah, I think unless this they're is married. An- nah, they still do when they're married. Actually, <laughs> and especially, especially in LA. <laughs> in LA, you're always dating. Seeking singles. What was it? Ashley Madison <laughs> seeking arrangements. Seeking arrangements. Or Ashley Madison was another site. Do you Oh that? my god, you, yes. It was no, a is this still around? I forgot I about so. that one. It was a site for married people. It's the website to have an affair. Yeah, to have an affair. Oh, yes. But someone hacked now their I data remember. And all of the people that use the site, all their names got released. Ooh. And so all these people found out, um, their wives found out, their families oh my found god. out. Now a, Ashley was, Madison is called Tinder, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the new one, yeah. You Just know don't what, ask. Don't do, do you know what I've seen on TikTok yeah. is actually uh, people exposing other people's affairs. So there would be like, say a guy lives in LA, but he goes to Chicago to go see his mistress. Someone that like happens to be in a cafe, they'll be like overhearing and they'll be like, hey, if you're dating a Michael from LA, uh, he's actually in Chicago right now cheating on you. Oh my God. And this, wow. these videos will get pushed to the top and get millions of views. Uh, so these guys inevitably who's get exposed. filming them? <clears throat> like a random TikTok person. That a random TikTok really? person happens to be at the cafe where this guy's cheating. How does he know he's cheating on his wife? Because they overhear the context of the conversations, or they just kind of pick up on this is not the wife, this is the mistress, and they want to be, a, oh, no. they want to get justice for the woman that's being. I kind of believe in karma. I don't think I want to get there. Yeah, I no. don't want to have nothing to do with that. I just, I just feel like if you want to cheat, just end the relationship. I agree. That's how I feel. I agree. Completely. Or bring it up. Say, are yeah. you like this? Is how I'm feeling. My needs yeah. aren't being met. I don't feel yeah. fulfilled. I'm, I'm considering other options and then go from there because when you're yeah. lying and you're operating secretively and have all that guilt Absolutely. no no one wins it's kind I of think weird except Ashley Madison like uh, you just you know, at any moment you could be filmed and documented I like thought at your about worst that too. moment that is, you maybe have yeah. a bad day maybe you got yeah. fired from work and you're just having a really awful day and like you just lose it <laughs> and then that's filmed now that's on the internet forever <laughs> oh exactly. for sure and not only, <laughs> not only not only that but when someone say, for example, like you're in LAX and there's a fist fight going down, the first reaction of people is not to intervene and help. It's to take their phone out and document it. You know, yeah. I thought about that. That's concerning. Because when I had just turned like 18 and was, you know, I could drink for the first time. <laughs> and I went out to the club and got a little bit too much. And then I took the subway home because this was in Sweden. And then I felt sick. So I walked off the subway. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but now I'm saying it in podcasts. Um, and then I threw up in a, you know, like a trash can. And then I walked on the subway again. And then I went oh, home. Everybody has one of those moments. I know, but I was so afraid <laughs> that someone would have 
uh, filmed me and put it on YouTube <laughs> for some reason. Like, right. my employer will see this. Yeah. I remember that was my yeah. anxiety. Yeah. So that it's is crazy. insane. We have no privacy. The first anymore. time I ever drank, like, sophomore year of high school, I remember I was at a party and I was, like, so nervous about even drinking because I had no idea what alcohol would do to me and I'm gay. So I thought that if I got drunk, I would just start like spilling my guts. Ironically, I did spill my guts, but not in the, (laughs) not in the verbal way. But uh, I remember everyone was like playing cards and I was like two beers in just like, vomiting everywhere it's like what did he take they were like <laughs> two beers they're like a Coors Light <laughs> yeah, yeah because sophomore year of high school or college you said high school you know why because when you're nervous and you drink or you do any type of drug it amplifies the effect True. much much more there's a statistic that people that are drug addicts when they overdose it's usually in an unknown environment so they're in a, a new place that they're not as comfortable with and the nerves amplify all the effects and it causes uh, intoxication. That First is time so I true. drank, I was on a cruise. I think I was 16 and I got really drunk. And then my cousin dared me to sing uh, Britney Spears' Oops, I Did Again in front of like the cruise audience. <laughs> <laughs> and there's video evidence of this somewhere. And it's so bad. Oh my God. I wish we found oh that Oh God. <laughs> Do you remember your first time? I was going to tell you guys, I don't even remember the first time no. I got drunk. I'm pretty sure it was a very long time ago. <laughs> Well, so you're I f- don't remember. Where did you grow up? I grew up here in LA, believe it or not. Okay. Because I was born in Brazil. My mom mm-hmm. was Brazilian, but my dad was French and he hated Brazil. So, uh, and he was a TV producer. Hmm. So his work was all here and we would go back and forth between here and Brazil. That I guess that's why I have the accent. Right, right. But uh, yeah, I never really lived there. Oh. And then when I was 14, I just stayed. So your first drinking experience was in America, then it wasn't in Brazil. Uh, in LA, I, probably. That's I think, yeah, I think huh. so. Now I'm trying to, to take it back and try to remember it, but I think I was really young. Yeah. I think I was 14 or 15, something age, like that. Because yeah. my birthday in Brazil, it falls on car. Oh yeah, it falls. It's Carnival, like the first week of oh, March, right, right. every few years. Oh. So I think it was some crap like that. Like I decided <laughs> to get hammered with my friend. And it was gin. This is what, I, yeah, now it's coming back to me. I drank gin, gin fizz, like gin and lemon. And I got so hammered, so hammered. I was puking on, oh. on the street or something. Uh. To this day, I cannot even smell gin because it was so oh. gross. I remember the yeah, last time. Yeah, I think that was the first time. I remember the last time I threw up from alcohol. And it was in college. Yeah. This was the last time. I haven't thrown up since then. I drank, I want to say half of like the one liter of um, Fireball. Oh, oh Fireball. Fireball. I can't, t- I haven't touched it since. That is the worst hangover. Oh my God. Ever. That was the last time I think I, I was really like drunk, 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 drunk. Uh, and after that, I was like, I just. Has it, anyone had UV blue? That like blue, very sweet liquor? No. no. It literally tastes like candy and it's 45% alcohol. I remember oh. I was at a party drinking so much of that. I had to be like fireman carried out of the party like uh, my legs just got knocked up i i stick with the clear ones like yeah. vodka <laughs> i soda. tequila i don't drink that often i have wine when i do yeah i'm a wine drinker beer, beer bloats me i don't know if that's because i have like stomach yeah. issues but i can't handle beer yeah i don't do i don't do beer either i don't like i it. like tequila because it gives an upper type of yeah stimulating yep have effect. you wait so you um 
So Brazil and France. Yes. Uh, did you spend any time in France? I do a lot. Yeah. You do now, I but usually as a kid. Uh, always, yeah. Okay. I um, I grew up going going to Paris twice a year. Oh, nice. Two, three times a year. The legal drinking age in Paris is, is it's, it, 18, it's eighteen, I think. So mm. yeah, I yeah. think it's eighteen. It's sixteen. Or sixteen. I don't even remember. I think it's I mean Somewhere in Sweden it's, it's eighteen. It's eighteen. Because then it's eighteen. I for think like in Paris I think in France it's eighteen. Yeah, as I, well. th- I think yeah. I think it's the same. That makes sense though, because it's like <laughs> Oh, you can join the army at 18. You can go to war at 18. Hey, you can't have a beer, though. <laughs> this <laughs> is the thing. Uh, people here, yeah, the, the the legal drinking age here is 21, yeah. but every freaking college kid is of drinking. I had a fake ID when I was in college. I don't know if you guys Beep. did. Oh, yeah. I, that out, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had multiple fake ones. I have one now, just so I can look younger. I'm like, <laughs> like hey, this isn't real. Oh, you caught me. I'm only 18. I'm I only 24. Ha- <laughs> I have one that says I'm 35, so I went for president. <laughs> there you go. So We all <laughs> have our fake ideas. I was at, um, I was at the food store yesterday. Um, buy, I was going to friends and I was buying alcohol and they didn't ID me and I was like, how how old do I look? Cause like, cause sometimes like my sister still gets ID'd and she's thirty eight. I she do too. I do too sometimes, and I'm in my forties, and I, I I'm proud of it because I think I look fantastic for my age. You do, you <laughs> do. <laughs> but uh, when they card me, I'm like, I feel super flattered. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like, like <laughs> I, I do stories like, guys, I'm being carded. <laughs> on the, look, look, they're checking my ID. <laughs> guys, they're arresting me for a fake. <laughs> <laughs> fake ID. I freaking love right, it. Yeah, I'm like, are course. you serious? Yeah. You, you think I look like? It's like you get mad. I think. When you're like 21, 22, even 23, I probably know like 25 being yeah. annoyed. Like, oh, but then once you're in your 30s, you're like, oh, yeah, you, of yes. course you can see Please my ID. Take it. I love it. You yeah. know, they put a black light on it. And they're like looking at you. They're like, oh. Exactly. But, okay, Those but days I, have passed for me. I have a question, though. I mean, I it an seems answer. like, oh, great. But it's a question <laughs> my cat. I don't I know if I do. Her. Let's um, go. <laughs> no, so. Question away. I mean, it sounds amazing to be able to travel from here, Brazil, and Paris, it's like, wow. But how was it to... And you said you stayed here when you were 14. Yes. Like, yeah, more per, yeah, permanently. Permanently, yeah. And how was that to... Because I've always thought about how it is to be raised, like, born and raised from a young age in L.A. Because it's a very... <laughs> Everyone from thinks you're from LA. Everyone, all my friends yeah, listen to the podcast. Have an accent, you don't have an accent. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, she's from Sweden. They're like, no, she's not. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> well, no, she is. But I mean, how <sighs> it affects you mentally? Sure. Because sure. it's LA is just a very speci- special <laughs> city. I would say. I I think it's not for everyone, but at the same time, yeah, for me, it was always home. Yeah. Because when I was in Brazil for like a couple months, I didn't feel like I belonged there because my dad would literally yank me and bring me back. And Paris, yeah, to me is like, okay, my grandparents were there. I'm visiting, but I knew I wasn't going to live there. So every time I would be back here. And, and the thing is, I grew up like on TV sets, movie sets, working literally. So every time I was here, I felt ho- at home. But I understand what you're saying. LA is not for everybody. A lot of people think there's only crazy people here. And what I tell them is, yeah, if that's what you think. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Go away. There are crazy. There is enough of there is enough of us crazy artists. Here. And on the other hand, if you love it, you really love it, right? Yeah. Like if it feels it's home to you. For a lot of people like me, I don't know if you guys feel the same, I cannot live without it. Like, I'll go away for a few years. My husband hated LA. So when I was married... Oh, really? Yes. He, I was married for 14 years to a guy from Boston. 
and he did not like LA at all. It was a big fight in our marriage. So we would go back and forth between Florida and Vegas and LA. And once the marriage was over, I ran back. Yeah. It's like, you know, my, my first love. So I think it depends on, on each person, really. That's so... Did you... How often would you go... Like, would you spend like a month in Vegas, a month in Florida? Or well, my longer? husband was a gazillionaire. You guys can read the story. I'm going to plug my book, Yellow Roses, in June. Yeah. The whole story is there because it's a crazy, crazy story. And so we had a house in Las Vegas and we had a place in Florida and we had a place here. So we would just move around, mm -hmm. whatever. Follow the weather, follow whatever the hell we wanted to do. And that got tiring after a while. He was an alcoholic, so maybe we shouldn't even get into that because this is a fun <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's a super heavy subject, but yeah. Okay. It, 14 years with yeah. an alcoholic was enough. Did you get to the point where you're like, my lifestyle is really great and everything I thought I might have enjoyed, but I can't stand this person? Exactly. I think... Well, it's a whole other subject because addiction is such a heavy subject. But you spend years thinking that the person is going to change for you. They're going to stop drinking for you. And then one day you wake up and you're like, you know what? They're, They're not because mm -hmm. adults only do what they want to do. Yeah. And it just took me a very long time to get out of that situation. And it, it's a crazy, crazy story. Everybody that, that reads my book and knows my story, they're like, oh, my God, this needs to be a movie because you can't even believe it happens in real life. But it does. But anyways, yeah, so I'm just happy to, I think we can always start over and, and you should be happy wherever it is that makes you happy. And in my case, it's crazy LA. <laughs> but I love that because first time I met you at Soul House. Yeah. I remember we connected because of our stories. We lost our mom. Yeah, yeah. because we lost people and it's just amazing. And that's one of those things that I was like directly knew that I liked you because you weren't afraid to bring up, you know, the heavy things, but without making it heavy. Because it's one thing if you're, you know, like, you're really going to say something hard and then you start crying yeah. and then you're, like, get avoidant. But you were really like, yeah, this happened. I'm, th I'm here. It's been hard. Yeah. But I'm it's here. It's hard. I think it's phases. And, and, I mean, we cannot even ever explain grief because no. it's something so, yes. so deep and horrible. But in my case, I try to see light in every situation. That's always the message I try to send. Even, like, on my podcast, when you listen to horrible dating stories, like, these men were complete assholes. Sorry, can I, <laughs> I oh, curse yes. a lot. oh yes. I'm sorry. I have like a dirty mouth. But but then when I tell the story, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Cry and hide under the blankets, or we might as well make fun of the situation, right? I love that. I think it's it's just easier. And that feels like a lot of comedians <laughs> do that too. Definitely. So you probably have a better, uh, maybe a more gentle delivery to like your grief. I'll throw out like jokes about my traumatic experiences and if people laugh at it it makes me feel more comfortable with it yeah but some people will even feel uncomfortable even laughing at it because i'll go for like the more dark type of things that people like, i know like, i don't know if i should laugh I, look this is what i think uh if people love your style you should always be yourself right that's what makes your success if people love your story and your style and and they engage good if they hate it that's what I always tell my audience, there is hundreds of millions of Instagram accounts, podcasts, art. go watch some, somebody else, right? Yeah, it's that simple. If this isn't for you, yeah. there's the door. Exactly. Find someone, find someone that is. Exactly. So yeah. I want to talk about a little bit after you ended your, your, were you married to this guy? Yeah. So after you ended your marriage, can you kind of take us through how you had this metamorphosis into um, finding yourself more? Because <laughs> were, were, you, were you writing and creating 
during that or was that kind of stifling your creativity I've dealing always with been issues? an artist um, obviously during the marriage working was a huge problem because this was a guy that did not want me to work by the way I tell women that every freaking day I don't care if your husband is a multimillionaire every woman should have the right to do whatever the hell they want yes. if it's a podcast if it's anything and there is a lot of issues because a lot of men they're like oh I make so much money don't work so I cut back and I cut back and I cut back and I gave up a lot of jobs that I loved I was working a lot as an actress here when when we start our relationship I was doing great I was making a lot of money and I come back come back come back so obviously when the marriage collapsed and everything he ended up dying it's a long story I this I was like you know what I had like this epiphany I need to go get moving and do everything that I love doing because now I need to make myself happy and that's how I I decided to move back and and I started the podcast in the middle of the pandemic and just picked up on uh, all my projects and here I am are you still doing acting I do acting a little bit yeah here and there what of uh, all the things you're doing do you find the most joy in you know anything that is creative I just love creating like even doing a podcast like Amanda was saying oh we just started we were sitting on the couch talking I love organic projects anything that you do that I can I think comes from your heart mm that is in you know that is creativity that, that that doesn't keep me in a freaking office nine to five i'm in yes. don't if you i don't care how much money you offer me it would drive me crazy to like literally be locked up i don't know how people do it but some people do it so i just love all aspects of um you know artistic projects sure well have you um have you ever done theater before i've done theater oh, when i was a teenager okay that's how i actually I think that's how I got my first acting job through a theater uh, in college. Mm. Yeah, so not ever since I was 18 or 19. Do you also act like in Brazil at all? Like doing these projects there? I never did anything in Brazil. I never worked in Brazil. Okay. When I go to Brazil, I feel like a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, but I've never been. Yeah, no, you go to Brazil? A few friends there. Have you been? Have you guys been there? I haven't been, been to Brazil, no. I think it's a great place to visit. Beautiful beaches, amazing, super friendly people. And beautif visit. beautiful people. Yes, too. yes. <laughs> but I mean, I would not live there. I have no intention of working there. It's a little too chaotic, too crazy for me, too violent. Worse so. than LA? A lot worse. A lot worse than LA. A lot worse than LA. I don't know. People talk about LA and LA, LA, and I wake up in a, maybe I'm crazy. I see everything like so fantastic here. We have that we pay more real estate and taxes because our weather is like freaking perfect, right? The palm trees. I don't know. I just, I love it. It depends. I just moved to Los Feliz and there was like a hurricane two days ago. <laughs> there like, was? Ask Steve. Like, I'm I, sorry. I took a video. That hurricane didn't go to Beverly Hills, right? No, no. Sorry. Like, Los didn't Feliz happen. has its own weather patterns, I swear. Like, really? I called him. I was like, dude, how bad is it by you? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I sent him a video because the, the, my fence, it was so windy. The fence was like blowing <laughs> up through the air. The trees broke. They're, I moved what, my in car because like, they're falling down. Well, it it's because LA has the microclimates. You know, like you go to the valley, it's hot. The water, yeah. it's cold. Home, yeah. It's homeless. You have all your different <laughs> little pockets. Hollywood is homeless. It is. Yeah, That's the problem. It is. I don't trade it for anything. I have another question for you, Kat. Yes. And that is obviously... Have you been to San Gabriel Valley for dim sum? That's <laughs> no. the right? That was the... That was not the question. Not the question. No. To where? Uh, exactly. My... <laughs> <laughs> Where? <laughs> you never been to San Gabriel Valley? So, uh, no. I don't think so. 
we'll talk about you it. You probably <laughs> have it. It's like Pasadena area. I mean, it's where the best dim sum is. Should we really go there, like talk about the valley? Because I don't want to hurt the valley people. Are you anti valley? <laughs> it's not even very anti valley. It's the other valley. I'm like, I normally don't do valleys, but I'm not sure if we should <laughs> talk about <laughs> So, where, do where, where were you living when you grew Wait, up? Wait, hang here on. What was your question? Sorry. Amanda. Beverly Hills. You grew up in Beverly Hills? Wow. Yeah. So you've been there your whole life. I'm a Beverly Hills chick. Damn. I love it. <laughs> it's really nice. What was your question? So my cut you off. <laughs> it's not about the valley. It was Oh, about did I tell you about the time when I was... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God. So my question is, you know, being married for 14 years, like even if it's like in your story, it's a, a little bit more of a tragic story because of the alcoholism. Uh, but... I'm thinking about just being married for so long and then dating again after that. I mean, it's it's awful. hard for me to date. <laughs> like it's hard for me to date. Right. And, and you've been, never been married, right? No. Did yeah. you did you feel like you needed a break from it or did you feel like I can't wait to meet someone new or were you um, when someone's like, hey, do you want to grab a drink? You're like, no, please don't even bring me around. No, alcohol. I, I was like, it. because I'm an eternal believer in love. I'm like, I'm trying to find the unicorn. I believe in the prince and the fairy tale. I love it. I just love believing in love. Yeah. So, and that's how I started the podcast because I started dating people and it was a disaster. Seriously. You guys can go back to season one if you want. You're going to laugh, but it was like, are you? Can I say fucking? (laughs) I got tangled up seriously with one worse guy than the other. I have like the worst Valentine's Day stuff. Are you using an app? No. Like my my one serious boyfriend, which is like the Valentine's Day from hell. (laughs) It was nobody ever found a worse Valentine's Day story than this one. Uh, I'll tell you guys if you want. But I met him like through a bunch of friends. And he turned out to be like the biggest a-hole on the planet. Mm. So I tried different things and it was one worse than the other. I'm like, okay, I got to blurt this out on this podcast. And then I realized I started getting hundreds of messages from men, women. From the podcast. Fr- like, oh my God, I have a story. Oh my-. Because honestly, all of us can relate. We all have something like a bad experience or a funny experience mm-hmm. or right something that happened to us. Yeah. Everybody has a story. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I thought, you know, at least I'm putting my crap out there if it helps someone to either not make the same mistakes or feel encouraged or discouraged. It's it's kind of a fun project. You yeah. Know? Do you ever bring some of these people that messaged you onto the podcast? I have not. I invited them. I invite. Well, obviously, this is the thing. Most men, when I meet them and I tell them about the podcast... The first question they ask is like, "Will I be on the podcast?" You're gonna talk about me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's fair. It's a fair question. It's I a mean, fair question. And, and this is the answer. If you're super nice, I might, but I never name, name names. And good for you, because I'm gonna say something great. You're great in bed, or you, some, you brought me flowers, whatever. If you're an asshole, if you're a creepo. Very likely, I'm gonna <laughs> talk about you. <laughs> but then, likely. don't be an asshole. <laughs> right, be a decent right. human being. Yeah. And I am decent enough that I never like name names or or say anything that you can like figure out who the person is. Mm-hmm. But it does intimidate. So yeah, it's tough dating me because I need like a guy that is not intimidated. Have you tried um, using like a matchmaker? Oh yeah. So oh, you have. <laughs> This is the cool, this is a super funny story. Listen to this. 
when I started the podcast, season one, I interviewed the matchmaker a bunch of times, and she was super controversial, she said a bunch of crazy shit. And I told her, I said, yeah, really. And I told her, I was like, do you want to match me? We can show my listeners, right? Oh, because a lot of people don't know how it is to work with a matchmaker. And you know, she said to me, she's like, no way. I'm not going to dare try to match you. I'm scared. Because if you don't like the guy, you're going to tell your listeners that I did a horrible job. I'm not going to freaking do it. What? And I, I know I was like, seriously, if you're good at your job, you should give it a shot, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. said this to her on the podcast? Yeah. No, I said this off the air. Oh, okay, okay. And she was like, no, thank you, but no, thank you. Then this year, another uh, matchmaker <laughs> approached me. Uh -huh. I interviewed this other one. And on air, she was like, I'll be super happy to match you. Let's go for it. So this Ooh. is a, a ongoing. I, I went to two dates. They uh -huh. were both a disaster. Where and were the dates? Were they like inside a bar? Did yeah, one was he picked a super fabulous fancy restaurant at the Peninsula. I thought that was a very nice gesture. He was so nervous, so nervous. He couldn't even look me in the eye. Oh, God. Yeah, he was shaking the whole night. He, he was, was super blind, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Another issue. Yeah, he kept on walking like, to the wall. I'm like, I know I'm pretty, but not this pretty. <laughs> so when a guy is nervous like that, does it immediately turn you off? Immediately. I like guys with, uh, I don't know about you, oh, Amanda, yeah. but I like guys like major, I mean, you're strong personality. To the, your original husband, because he was probably very dominant in some ways, very forceful. Yes. And like, hey, this is how yes. it's going to be. Yes. And then once you get to know him, you're like, wow, he's actually a piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, so <laughs> true. Sorry to that man's family. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. but So true. Sorry. But I think every girl, right, if you're having dinner with a guy, we want them to engage, right? Talk to you, look you in the eyes, not be like, Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know. So I, I think that from my perspective, yes. I when I go out with guys, I want them to be guys. I, I don't know. It's, do you feel I, like guys should always I am man. Guys should always <laughs> pick up the tab or they should split it, send an invoice the next I day. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think guys and I know this is a controversial subject. I have asked my guests about it, but I think guys should pick up the tab not because of the money. Even if it's like Starbucks or an ice cream, I think it's the gesture. Yes. At least for me, I'm super old-fashioned. I don't want to have a roommate. If it's best friends like Amanda and I or all four of us, it's different. But like my man, <laughs> I want him to be a freaking man. Otherwise, why do we need them from for? <laughs> you want to feel taken care of yes. on that most uh, primal level. What if okay, I, I have do. a question for you? Let's say you do met you a guy. Too? What? Do you agree or Oh, not? yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's say 100%. you meet a guy and he's, he's, he's great, great eye contact, great yeah. in bed, great everything you're looking for. Yeah, great in bed, by the way, has to be on top of the list. I like a okay, lot of sex. Okay, number one, that's that. <laughs> he's number one in that. Um, but let's say he's a um, struggling painter or something. Not successful financially, uh, yeah. but respected. People know who he is, but no money. I don't want to do that. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I respect struggling people, but my life is super full of problems and issues and projects, and I'm able to take care of myself and two, my two dogs, and I just don't want to have that. You know, I don't want a partner that is, like, struggling mm -hmm. to pay the bills, and I just don't want that in my life. Right. Yeah, because that can also, sorry to yeah. answer, too, but... That can also become such a huge relationship problem. Yes, exactly. And just, and yeah, and just like she, finances, fighting yeah. about it. If she's financially <laughs> excelling and he's not, that can also create that tension or yeah. resentment. And I think even kids? if I'm not, I think uh, I like ambitious people 
by nature, I like people that are, like, if you're struggling, get another job or uh, work. <laughs> really, I, yeah, I don't even know how many jobs I have. I work seven days a week, like 20 hours a day, and I love it. And I do, I think er, I respect every job, uh, anything, doesn't matter what it is. But I think by nature, mm -hmm. I like men and friends or anybody. I like being around people that have goals. Sure. So I don't think I would be turned on by a guy like that, honestly. Mm -hmm. do you Sorry. Want, do you want a creative guy in the industry or do you want someone in a suit, agent, producer? Um, I, I don't have like a type. You know, I want somebody who is not going to be bothered because I've been criticized by my work a lot. I've, I lost a boyfriend last year because of the podcast. I was dating an Italian guy, and one day he oh, decided to listen to it. And, uh, yeah. He's trying to bring meatballs into oh, the bedroom. Just and, he, and he owned a fantastic Italian restaurant, by the way. Oh, my God. What he could do with That was Prego. a major perk. But, and so I, I don't want to be criticized. You know, I want a guy that says, go for it. Do the podcast. If you want to take pictures naked, I don't care what you do. Whoa, wait, hang are on. You, are Back you doing track. that, too? Sometimes, Only of fans? course. No, I do it, like, you know, half naked. I, okay, I deleted the only fans uh, okay. because of the Italian boyfriend. <laughs> because it was really good money. I was making good money on That's OnlyFans. That's what I hear. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Uh, you did OnlyFans? Of course. You spread completely. I didn't spread, no. I, I think I would have saved that for like uh, Playboy or some one of those. Wait, more so money, many more money. Have done so you still but do OnlyFans? I, or you no, do I, I, so I was dating this Italian guy. Uh -huh. I deleted the freaking OnlyFans. I deleted the X-rated episode of the podcast. I started toning it down. Then one day I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he's now, holding you back. That's not good. I don't think, I think as a woman, the message I send to other women is, you need to do whatever the hell you want. Mm -hmm. it's, to me, it's art. If you don't want to see naked people, don't look. If you don't want to talk about sex, listen to a different podcast. But I think as whatever if you're gay i think you should talk about whatever the hell you want if you're an artist right yeah. and i don't think there should be any <laughs> censorship just two careers here well but it's you're true you're golden yeah. sax you're a faggot it doesn't matter <laughs> but does it does it matter no it doesn't i think at least for me it doesn't i think sh there should be no censorship right. in a relationship so you you, know? you so he got he sort of got he found out about this and this sort of didn't, he wanted you to stop it. So you stopped initially, but then you felt... I didn't stop it. I deleted certain things. I toned it down. My friend, his uh, engagement ended because his girlfriend was doing OnlyFans. And he was supportive of it at first, but I think she changed a lot from getting that kind of attention and they kind of mm -hmm. drifted apart. Yeah, it's a very personal thing. I tell you, and, and it's funny because my work life is very public. And I'm very private in my private life. Nobody ever sees like private moments. But as an artist, I think I, I want to do whatever I want. So I think a guy should date me. And I tell them up front, like, you know, I'm not going to stop. Like, as I get older, I'm going to do more and more sexy pictures because I think it's the opposite. You know, society always says like, oh, women should start covering it up. Don't show your body. Don't do this. I think it's bullshit. I mean, I look at this. As cheesy as it is, I look at J Lo and Sandra Bullock. All the same ladies. I freaking love That's her. Beyond. I think oh, she's right. such a great role model. Oh yeah, she looks great though. Exactly. But it's also it's just olive oil. It's a good finds. it's a good role model, but it's also a bad role model. Why? In, in the sense that I feel like it like how much of that's natural? 
And then it creates like, wow, at 50, I can look this good. But like 10, you, you can. Naturally, yeah, you can. I feel like people with like wrinkles. You're better. And, like you can you can look your better. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like J-Lo or like anybody else. But you're supposed to look at yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I love what I see. 100%. Exactly. That's when, you, it. when you're happy and you're ambitious and you're on a high frequency, yes. that's when you're the most literally attractive from yes. a physics perspective. Exactly. And that, that's what's going to really drop Are you a physicist? In. No, but I know that when someone's... When someone's According happy, to my calculations... Obviously, people care about looks and aesthetics, but someone that's very happy and on that high level, you feel attracted to exactly. them. Exactly. But do you, do you feel... I'm sorry. I'm just, I got trapped in a question, and I you really got to ask you to... Amanda's to trapped in a question. I'm trapped. <laughs> Will she get revealed? Help Amanda so, escape. Steve. Yes. Who do you want... Who do you want to pay the check when you're on a date? Or do you want the guy to... Yeah, because I had it, um, so I was like, I need yeah, to yeah. ask Steve yeah, this. Question. What do you I, feel? I, w- I would want to pay the pay the check. The first for one? For the most part. For I know all we, of them? We went to dinner in, on your birthday, and you pay, you picked up the tab, which was nice. But you guys are not dating. No, but but we're no. Not, no, we're, no we're just talking about you and a guy. Yeah, no, no, if you're on a date. We're talking about dates. No, yeah, dates. I know. So on a date, I, I <laughs> would want to because I feel more comfortable doing that. Yeah. I don't like people. I guess it's like, an, I don't want to feel like pitied in a way. So I don't like people giving me cash like paying our, our bill so the reason paying you're doing bill. is because you don't want to feel pity that's the only reason then. but if someone wants to split it too i would be like no i have to pay what's most common when like when guys go on dates together is it just pro- splitting? Pro- probably the splitting split it, like splitting? Oh, yeah? on like preliminary first date isn't like, it like who invites like if a guy invites you he invited you and he pays i always assume i'm just gonna <laughs> pick up the tab because then you sit there and you're just anticipating someone to pay and i'd rather be the person even if i don't even if I have less money than this person, I'd rather be the person just throw my card there. And they're like, no, 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 I insist, I insist, I insist. Like, fine. That's not fair either. I mean, yeah, because I just thought about... you it almost out of a sense of like, you don't want to feel pitied. You just don't want an awkward situation. And it's better to make that gesture first. And it's mm-hmm. to me, it's not like a gender role thing. Like, I don't want to be seen as a woman or the man or whatever. Uh, I'd rather just throw it down to... Uh-huh. It, as like a nice gesture, as avoiding an awkward situation and just keeping keeping it moving it's like no 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 no. i invited you i insist is it's there like, it's like any, when i was is there any other like gender roles that you think is like different because i'm trying to think about when it's two guys because i know my expectations of guys do you, what has, do you has have a guy ever asked you to pay the bill to share the bill it no. never happened to me. No. No, it happens. Yeah. It happens with my mom. My mom uh, is in her fifties, and she's she's dating again after being married and everything. And she uh, always kind of like says she'll split, but it's almost like a test. And if they say like, okay, okay. we'll split it, she's yes, she's, she's oh. doesn't, she that doesn't I, like I, she doesn't like that at all. Yeah. So it's almost like it's set up as a test to see if yeah. they go for it. She wants the bill taken care of because. Again, it's a gesture yes. of yes. that there is interest there or whatever it is. This is, I guess it's just societal type of uh, cultural yeah. norm. Same thing as like ladies night and having the door exactly. held open for you. Yeah. But Do you want a guy to hold I don't. I don't door. need a door hold open for me. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want like, I don't want to get in for free anywhere. I want to just be treated like an equal. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I don't need like special treatment. I don't need the door. Hold open for me uh-huh. unless it's like a... I love but, these uh, small gestures, do you? Oh, yeah, I love them too. But I'm just thinking about... Yeah, I mean, the gender roles, I think it's so interesting because, like you said, I love them. I love those small gestures. Yeah. It can really make a difference. Yes. And like you said, 
with your mom, I think I've done that too. Like I can say, oh, do you want to split it? I think I've, I've done, done that, that in too. The, yeah, but, but um, I yeah. think I've stopped. A friend told me this and I haven't done it because I'll always pay for the first time. But then I'll, so, I mean, he says if he doesn't want to see her again, then he'll be like, let's split it sort of thing to sort of make it very but clear. that's super rude well i don't mm. even offer anymore i kind of no. try to do my homework about the guy before i go on the date but i think because you know you're already dating guys that have plenty of money and so no, it's like not always well, i've dated guys that don't have plenty of money mm. at all Well, it's usually the guy asking the girl on the date yeah hey let's go to giorgio baldi then right yeah he should be picking up the tab yeah what about if she says hey let's go to giorgio baldi <laughs> then i think he should pick it up or Worst case scenario, split it. I think pick it up, period. I'm yeah. super honest. If I was out with a guy and he made me... I, first of all, I would say, no, no, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Like, very ironically. And I would never want to see that guy again. It yeah. would really bother... And again, it's not because of the money. It's because I think we are... Like, there's a big difference between a date and a guy that is going to freaking sleep with you and be your man and just friends, you know? And I think men need to know that. What about you need to treat women... I don't care. Just okay, freaking so pay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll make dinner for you at home and we buy the groceries and we buy the wine. You know, women do nice gestures mm -hmm. too that cost money, you know? But uh, like in public... Like if it's a restaurant or a bar, I think the guy should just take care of when it. When I lived in Vietnam um, and I was and I, dating this girl, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I would always go because I'd always want to do sort of what you said, like expensive stuff. And she was on a, a, a way less, she was making way less money than I was. So anytime we did something like expensive that maybe cost like 50 to $100, mm -hmm. I'd always pay for it. And then anytime we go for like boon sha, which would cost $1, which is actually an amazing experience. Uh, she would always pay for that. Uh -huh. So it was sort of like um, I would pay for the things that were kind of like the adventures we'd go on and she would cover more like the local things sort of thing. But I mean, uh, but this was after we were dating for a few months. Yeah, but I mean, I I can kind of relate to that, that sometimes I want to show a nice gesture yes. of paying. So maybe uh -huh. I'll take him to lunch, you know? Yeah, it's not I just think with expensive. men and women and like versus same sex couples, it's it's like apples and oranges. It's yeah, it's tough because females don't understand the male brain as much as like I, I am a Chicken male. Chicken beer. Well, not, not, not even that, but it's like it's more of a foreign thing. Like men are always like, I don't understand how women operate the female brain. It's so elusive. It's so yeah. different. And women feel that about men. It's like I am a man. I understand it. But then also like we're diametrically opposed in a way because like we're dating and it's a restaurant situation. So it's like, yeah. I have like one foot in both. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's absolutely it depends what you're comfortable with, because I know plenty of women that's like, would be like, he was not paying for me. He does not own me. I can pay for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, so it, I think are. it's whatever you're, there's no right way or wrong way. It's whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, oh, if yeah, you want I agree to pay, completely. if that's arrangement works, awesome. And there is the, uh, now I ask, may I ask you guys a question, your opinion? And I ask all my guests that, and it's a big debate. I think a lot of men are very intimidated by successful women, by women that work and and have have money. I find it sexy. Do you agree I or don't. not? I'm not. I find it sexy. The only way I find intimidating if if she makes way 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 more than me. Yeah. And then I know that I can't compete with that lifestyle uh -huh. where I'm at right now. But it shouldn't be a comp. See, so that's a that means you're being intimidated if a girl is more it's successful than you. It's practical intimidation though. 
Like if she wants to go to high end restaurants, I'm like, I just moved to LA. I'm pursuing acting. Yeah, then you tell like if if she, that's different than if she really likes it. She'll say, you know what? I completely understand it. This one is on me because I really want to go there. Right. So right. In that sense, that's that, fine. Yeah. But I think it can play into it, like um, into the dynamic of it. Uh-huh. It depends what stage in life you're at too. Like yeah. I, I used to work in sales in a corporate <laughs> job in New York, and I made I made good money. But then I moved out, taught English out in Asia for years, and I've been acting. And so it's up and down with, yeah. with finances. And so like if I'm dating someone that has significantly more money and I, her lifestyle also reflects that, I think it can create issues. She's like, oh, I want to get um, front row at Rolling Stones. Yeah, Those true. Those are $600 tickets. I can't blow true. $600 on that <laughs> in one night. Maybe once in a while on an anniversary. Know, but right, it's like, yeah. how does YouTube end <laughs> yeah, 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 right? How does uh, a picture? Um, I'm not going to want to do that because there's better like there's better ways to spend that. So it's going to create a lot of problems, I think, in true. a relationship. But it is, is it because true. there's a... Um, a jealousy, like a subconscious. No, jealousy. there's no jealousy. It's a lifestyle that it's you like, can't I run out of money. On. If we're spending, if we're spending ten thousand dollars a month. Well, what if she didn't want that lifestyle, but she was just great. she was just seen as someone who is the breadwinner of the. Awesome! I wouldn't have a problem with that. For both pursuing. As long our, as you're getting bread, you're happy. <laughs> Get the bread from the kitchen. Get that bread. I think it can create problems. Yeah, I um, agree. It shouldn't theoretically, like, but I think it could. I think it could be embarrassing. I if, think it's a good motivating factor. If I'm dating someone who's very successful, I. That might make me feel a little bit bad because I'm not where I'm at. I haven't self-actualized myself, but I don't, I'm not jealous of them. I want to use that to become a better version of myself, see what they're doing, learn from mm-hmm. them so we can get to that Wow, that's level. very mature. Can you please like teach most men out there how to be <laughs> like that? follow this advice. Well, this is all bullshit. Come on. I, I don't date women, but I can see why. I have some friends that um, the women, the woman in the relationship makes significantly more money and mm-hmm. It, de- it depends on the guy. Some guys might ultimately resent that. It depends yeah. what stage you're at. Let's say I'm making um, 150000 a year and she's making 250000 a year. That's not going to bother me at all. No, More yeah, that's a too, small that's awesome. difference. But yeah. let's say she's making 100000 and I'm making 40000 a year. That's yeah. what I mean in terms of the difference of lifestyles. And you, you commented on this earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge difference. You're not going to be able to like have the same lifestyle. There's this, I think it's a certain... But if you're making forty or even fifty. Like, there's going to be a sort of struggle. Every Amanda's giving us a look like... Amanda, have you ever... You're really <laughs> fighting for this point. Have you dated a guy that you felt was being was intimidated by you? In any way? Yes, you have. I think so. Like... What was I? I think so or I don't think so? I, I'm not sure. So I guess that's sure. no. You've told me stories, I feel like, of guys that were Maybe, sort of... I mean... Because it happens to me all the freaking time. I can imagine that. But you are a little bit intimidating, you know, because you are. <laughs> no, not that I. No, 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 no. Thank you for being guys, honest. Guys, you telling me I <laughs> suck. Well, you do suck. No. I don't, th- I don't think Intim- you're intimidating. I mean, you're a little bit intimidating. Not in that sense, but like, you're just pursuing. You're like, I'm not afraid <laughs> of anything. So yes. I'm just going to do it. And that's yes. like, whoa. So yeah. I, I don't mean like, yes. oh my no, God, you're I'm afraid right. of you. I just mean like, yeah. whoa. But I'm yeah. also talking a little bit like you said, you get so motivated by it. I'm like, yeah. yes, cat, go. And I'm <laughs> being right there. I'm also going to do, I'm going to open an OnlyFans right after this podcast. Yes. <laughs> we'll throw an OnlyFans party. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, I was making really good money with the freaking OnlyFans. I, I've I heard that. That's what everyone says. Is and then last month, I put like a poll on my Instagram, like, should I bring OnlyFans back? And like 
like I think 250 people like yes 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 <laughs> and I was doing the math mm, uh, how much am I going to charge $50 $60 but, <laughs> but I mean, that being said do you said, think OnlyFans is sort of peak though or do you think it's still like it's still pretty popular I think but, it's pretty but I, I've heard that they did something the, yes but then they to stopped. their they were going to get rid of the porn aspect of it yeah it was just about to say that that they just enforced some kind of law that you can't do pornographic things yeah. on they there anymore. That, Mine was not porn, by canceled. the way. Yeah, no, no. Mine it was, was more... never porn, by the way. I didn't go that far, but... Hey, can you split the bill? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, no. It was just like light, you know, like maybe I would do a photo shoot and then at OnlyFans like show the boobs or something and it's shocking, but people pay for that. Wow. Yeah, a lot of times... Well, the... your friend, your friend's um, ex was making a good amount per month, right? Yeah, she was making uh, 10K a month. That's crazy. Ballpark, but she was going, uh, she was showing clam and all. So she was getting- Clam? Yeah, she was getting- <laughs> Oh. She was <laughs> showing what? She was the, showing her, her vagine. Uh, so she, clam. <laughs> clam. Oh, yeah, I've never- <laughs> You can get it at- uh, That's a new one, clam. She was doing it at Connie and Ted's, a little seafood spread. Little, uh, <laughs> West Hollywood restaurant. Remember? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I did that for Kat because I figured maybe she knew the, knew the restaurant. Uh, Which one? Connie and Ted's on the seafood and no, steakhouse. No, I never heard I've of never it. been there. Are they still open? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think so. Are you sure? They oh my God, you guys are too funny. She was doing, so she was the doing clam. only, she was doing only clams. She was showing it all. Only clams. <laughs> and, I love it. And she was making about 10,000. Yeah. And I think really. Was or is? Still is. <laughs> I think what people, I don't know. It's probably mostly guys that are subscribing to women, women's only fans. The guys like the personal attention. If you're making a personal video and even saying, yes. Hey Robert, I hope yes. your day's going well. I've been thinking yeah. about you. Uh, hope you have a great weekend. It's getting that affection yes. and intimacy and feeling loved that it people is. are willing to pay for. Cause seeing your breast, that's yeah. a quick dopamine rush, but that's not yeah. going to give them that long lasting. But you know, you're so affection. right. I had like one fan that every time I posted a video, just because I would send him like, oh, this video is for you. Have a wonderful day. Like he would give me these crazy tips, like 150 bucks, 250 bucks for like a photo or something. And obviously he wasn't seeing anything special. But like you said, I think some people are just needy. I wonder for if, that special. Yeah. I wonder though um, what the figures would be, because obviously women are very <laughs> successful in OnlyFans. But I wonder straight men. And not counting gay guys again. I mean, women <laughs> looking at them. I wonder if there's even a market for that. I don't know. I, would, I don't think I so. I would not pay for that. I would, <laughs> like I would there, not there is, pay you, for that. You have to hang down. You have to show it all. <laughs> but how much are they really making? Uh, yeah, but I don't think they much. make that I much. Yeah, they don't we make can. as much because men um, drive the adult entertainment industry. They're, they're the audience. Men have uh -huh. more of that sexual animalistic drive. More than more yeah, so than women. like I wouldn't yeah. pay Don't for say it that's because that's not true. We all know it's true. I wouldn't either, Amanda. We and have we have Chippendales, and then we have a strip club on every single street corner in every city, but basically. That's just yeah. And then a handful allows. of Chippendales. I don't think yeah. men are more sexually. There's not a, there's not a demand for it. Women don't. Do you want to see a dick pic of a flaccid penis? Of course not. Here's my here's my ball bag. I don't want to see any. You want to see? But what's the equivalent of that to women? Okay, but honestly, I don't want to see any penis anywhere unless I'm in bed with the guy. I want to. Would you rather? Would you rather get a dick pic or would you rather get a heartfelt message of tailored to you and maybe it's of sexual nature, but it's him? That one. Exactly, because they want to be stimulated here. Guys want to be stimulated down there. Would you rather get a dick pic or a heartfelt message? Both. 
Voice <laughs> voiceover. Send me the photo and give me a voice. Dear Steve, this holiday season, I just want you and Mr. Little Jim. Honestly, have a I nice know. Time. But I mean, I think also not to be that one, but it's so easy to get laid if you're a woman. Oh yeah. Of so I mean course. if we would yeah. if I want to see a penis, I could yeah. literally download Tinder, swipe oh, yeah. and then go for it. Exactly. For so. sure. <laughs> and I I know I sound cocky, but No, but you're right. But you know no and pun that's intended. one Yeah, but that's one tough thing too about th- these jobs that we do. It gives people the wrong impression. Like most men, when they meet me, they think I'm this party girl, that I'm super promiscuous, that I go out with a bunch of men every night. They don't understand the difference. Like from my personal life, I'm like the most boring bitch in the world. I sleep with my dogs. <laughs> I'm super, I literally sleep with so my this dogs. This is your OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. People think I'm, I'm like nine o'clock at night, I'm like in bed with my dogs. And I date once in a blue moon because I'm super It's like peaky. a topless photo of you reading the dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> she's, hot, she's hot, but she's so boring. Yeah, exactly. But they, yeah, but they listen to the podcast and they see the pictures and everything. They're like, when they meet me, they think, oh, easy sex so that's a tough component to it as well that's actually really interesting that you mentioned that because it feels like if you're open to discuss sex as a woman yeah people think you you're hard sex and you want to have sex all the time yeah if guys talk about sex it's super normal Mm. but when girls right we talk about about amongst each other like when there's no men present do you still feel uh, like you, you don't I've feel d- like... I've done that in the past. I used to talk about like my sexual experience with some girlfriends. And I decided it's not a good idea. Like it should be a little more private. Mm-hmm. I it, don't know. Do you talk yeah. about your sex life? No. I feel like if there's a very funny story, but then if you're really just describing every detail, then what is sacred between you and exactly. your partner? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if exactly. Happens, it's like when like your girlfriends felt, know what his yeah. penis looks like, knows know. how he has sex, knows his This is what I do, like. guys. Okay, I'm going to lay it all out here to everybody that's listening. If I'm dating someone, nobody knows because it's like, oh, this is going really good. I want to keep it to myself. This is fantastic. If it it's destroyed and i'm not dating the guy anymore he's so yes guess what i tell a story on the podcast (laughs) exactly burn the bridge yeah oh i was dating this guy and blah 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 blah. he did this do you you have any crazy (laughs) stories of um, men you've maybe dated and who had like strange fetishes uh yes (laughs) i do and i never never did a fetish episode really i have not because my fetish episode is really heavy duty so i've been wondering if i should do it or not but yes i dated a guy that had some crazy crazy fetishes and i don't mind it i do think it can spice because i'm super liberal when it comes to sex i don't know if you are i'm like super open-minded to everything i'm libertarian with sex okay (laughs) (laughs) i think whatever makes you happy i want to fuck bernie sanders yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so he had some pretty heavy duty fetishes i don't know if like s&m that's not SML. heavy duty. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean pretty, that's okay. Yeah, what, I guess that's what do we okay. define? What do you mean heavy, heavy duty? Yeah. Like he, high heel like, on his balls, or yeah, some disgusting farting stuff on a that I don't. Farting I would not cake. do it again. Oh, I, is it like something? Like, did he want you to pee on him? 
I heard uh, about that. That was nice. Yes. So, something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Then I get what you <laughs> mean with like showers. heavy duty. Yeah, yeah. It was like a little too much. Yeah. I was obsessed with a lot of I always of feel like when things. someone asks for that, it's like it's like the uh, fountain soda drinks from a bar with like Coke and Diet Coke. It's like if I have blood in my penis, I can't just turn it onto urine right away. Yeah. And also, I don't want to do that. You know what? Speaking a little bit of a segue, um, but I saw someone on my Instagram feed uh, who's in the spiritual community is currently doing urine therapy. Which Drinking I've, it. Yeah. Oh, no. Which oh. I haven't heard. You, you're nodding like it's a thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, you can <laughs> get it on Grinder. It's pretty cheap. No, no, seriously, though. Like, <laughs> I feel... Yeah, I've heard of it. Chemo. It's a chemo alternative. Oh, I don't... God. But it's not actually... Pr- wait, I mean, it's so, literally wait, drinking wait. toxic water. It's your body with its filter. Yeah, because when that, you pee, that's yeah. toxins. How is that ever Released from your body. Don't, don't put it in you. Again. I know. I'm very confused by why people think this is a thing. I don't know how it works, but maybe... There are some nutrients that you lose, and mm. there's some concentration. But you're gaining more it. toxins. I don't I mean, know your about that. Literally, drain. They clean out the water, <laughs> and then that's what your pee is. It's your that's it's your body. It's like trying to eat poop. It's like you would. Oh like, oh, my sure there's God. some nutrients in there. I'm like, nope. It's been digested. So you draw the line at um, th- those type of <gasps> bodily fluids. Do you have requests from other other guys that want? To be dominated, they want like accent I, play. I would not do. I would not want to be with a guy that would want to be dominated because I like guys that have the type A personality that dominate. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a guy on one of the. Do you know the league? The league is this. Uh, oh, I gotta inv- send you an invitation. Uh huh. Is the coolest dating app. It's like a high-end dating app. Is it? It's, it's an Ivy. It's oh. Ivy app, yeah. So you meet like super cool people. That sounds awesome. Yes, I'll There's send you an invitation. Just, that's the that's one? the thing because I can't be Riot. on normal Riot. dating apps because everyone. Oh yeah, is no, just it's boring crap. And they yeah, want to split the crap. bill or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll hook you up with the matchmaker. Split the, split the tuition. Yes. I didn't even finish the matchmaking story. I went on. Yeah, so I went on two crappy matchmaking dates i'm waiting for the third one the guy never called me and now another matchmaking service called me really here from la yeah How if i want to meet some for i don't f- me you don't owe them only the men pay <laughs> of co- hello i would never pay <laughs> course, i don't even pay for bumble <laughs> do you pay for bumble no Can me women neither pay for it's an yes, okay. it's an option. And I have a, a best guy friend, and he keeps telling me, oh, you only get crap because you're not paying, because if you pay, your batch is going to be better. I don't you're, believe that. Uh, me neither. I've I'm not going to pay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've paid this month, and you definitely notice the difference. Wait, you get better matches. Yes. Do you See? pay? Yes, you do. That's what my friend told me. He's like, you are being a cheapskate. You need to pay the freaking fee, or they keep sending you the trash. The only thing that's worth feature that's worth paying in my opinion is just to see who's already liked you and limit the amount of time you're swiping and then you can just see and just go no 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 no, no. then problem. move on instead of just doing here's this the problem all the time. most women aren't doing that because they're doing what you're doing what a guy would do right and they're just seeing who's in their thing and then they're swiping off of that a lot of the time we cannot see who likes us no. but, yeah, yeah, but, the, but the but, yeah, but, yeah, but we know the non no women paying. are paying. Yeah. How long do you think you pay. spend a day swiping? Are you oh, s- no. I, I do it maybe once every two, three weeks for like a couple of minutes. Zero. I don't have, I have time given up. for this bullshit. You've given yeah. up. I've given up on the dating apps. Because <clears throat> I give up. Remind me seriously, yes, Chua, this please. league is super cool. I yeah. love to try something new. Yeah. And if not, send one of those and matchmakers match over. And again, the matchmaker, the guys pay a lot of money. A lot of money, like 30, 40, 50 grand. What? 
Yes. I'm going to get a because, But that's the cool thing because these are men that they want a relationship. Yeah, because that's what's they're so interesting settled, about it. Yes, they're settled and they go through a screening process and they're like, okay, I it's one of the most important decisions of my life. I'm going to pay for it. Obviously, like these guys don't have time or they don't want to, you know, because in defense of the man, these dating apps have a lot of crap in terms of women. Yeah. A lot of gold diggers, a lot of prostitutes, a lot of girls that just want their money. So, yeah, uh, these guys, they pay and they tell the matchmaker, you know, figure it out for me. So they do all the screening hmm. for the guys. They ask you a million questions before they match you. I mean, I haven't been successful with it yet, but I the process has been super cool. So yeah, I need that to hook actually, you up. That's could we, actually yeah. sounds could we so interesting. Get because Amanda on the matchmaker and film the whole thing. I, well, I can <laughs> I can hook you guys up to interview. Well, there's, there's a show, one. right? Millionaire Matchmaker. Yeah, I uh, Tammy, which is the matchmaker I interviewed this year, she's super cool. Yeah, I'm sure she would love to be interviewed by you guys. And that's the thing I'm doing. She said she would send me on dates, and I'm then I'm do documenting everything. So yeah, you could, we could do the same. We could do that's it together. Awesome. Let's yes, get, let's, let's do it together. Let's do as a documentary yeah. about this. As much Amanda as Amanda finding love in LA. No, yeah. Amanda and Kat yeah. finding love. The first two dates were horrible from this lady. Uh huh. And uh, they both talk trash about her, by the way. <laughs> Oh. oh, and I told her because I felt bad for her because they're like, I don't even like this service. They only send me out these crappy dates. I can't believe I'm here with you. It's the first nice one. And uh, they were talking trash about it. And I'm like, then why are you, you know, why, why are you here? Still here? I yeah. don't like yeah, Don't do that. Yeah, don't play this game with me. Like, don't talk trash yeah. about my friend. No. So and I'm uh, still <laughs> about to go on the third one. So we'll see. I so how know. much credence do you put into horoscopes, Enneagram numbers? Do you subscribe to any of that? Or no, you just go off of the vibe? I do not. So when you're telling the matchmaker what you want, it's more literally what she wants, not something. Yeah, no, I like I'm not like. I think well, it's yeah. honestly super silly, and I see I have girlfriends that do that. Oh, I want tall, thin, uh, not a Gemini, a Cancer, <laughs> da da da, and I'm like, seriously, you know, I think you need to want what works for your life. You know, in my case, I told you I'm super honest. I want somebody ambitious. I want somebody that has their shit together. Would anyone, just to be clear, would anyone here? Let's say you, you meet someone and it feels awesome, but then you find out that it's like a Gemini or something. And uh, no, you, that would, would not, that would that be like a deal breaker care. for no, anyone? No, would it be to you? No, no, no. no, no. It either. depends. It could only be a deal breaker if um, they <laughs> were super into it and this was going to bother them. I remember when I was in India and I was dating a girl because I don't care what the religion is, none of that. As long as they're like a good person, yeah. that's yeah. number one. And I was dating a girl um, who is Muslim and I'm Jewish. And I didn't, again, I didn't care, but like, I was like, when we started dating, I was like, Hey, there's like something you should know. And she's like, like what? And I was like, like, I'm Jewish, you know? Like, and she's like, Oh, I don't care. Like, as long as you weren't Hindu, then you know, that'd be, I was like, what? Like, uh, really? La last year I dated a cancer. He was a Sagittarius, just a really toxic guy, you know? <laughs> I don't get it. You, you know get what a, it? You know what a cancer is? Like, if you're a cancer, it's like. It's like that person was a real cancer to his basketball team. So it's like oh. it means a, a cancer can also mean like they're just a very toxic person. Yeah, yeah. It, was oh. a, it was a play on the cancer. Well, it was a real cancer, but it wasn't. Yeah. So actually, wait, I, I'm confused. I'm a Sagittarius. Sag I think I think officially, 
sorry, go ahead. No, 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 um, no, I was just gonna say, obviously it, it's cheesy, but it's true. I think we need to be looking at ethics and values. Yeah, it's the most important to thing. To me, that's like, if I find out oh, the yeah. person is a liar, yeah. a one million percent deal breaker, because a liar is gonna lie. Well, he's just Sagittarius, liar. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you know? yeah, I know, whatever, out. Yeah. He murdered that so person, So I want somebody who's like 100% honest. Would you date a bisexual guy? Um, I've dated. I believe it or not, I dated uh, a couple of bisexual guys. I dated those guys too. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, like I said, I don't have. And, and Same girl. <laughs> yeah, I went on a bunch of dates with an architect and I noticed, like the first date, I'm like, okay, just freaking tell me you're gay. He drew you a map of your pussy. Like on the <laughs> sixth, uh, yeah, it took like six dates for him to tell me. And I'm like, go for it. You know, Was life he gay is or so bisexual? short. I think he's confused, but I think, well, Obviously, he was being bisexual. I don't know if he's going to end up just being with men or both. or I don't care. But to me, the reason why I broke up with him is because of the lie. Because all our dates, he kept lying to me and lying to me and lying to me. Because I asked him, you know? Right. So if, if you're being deceptive, then that's exactly. obviously to unacceptable. Exactly. To me, that's an issue. Again, like sexually, if you feel comfortable, if it's between two consenting adults and it makes you happy... That, that I remember that was like one of my worst nightmares <laughs> when I was younger to be, you know, having a boyfriend, having a great life. And then secretly he was just like sneaking away and having sex with men because I this know that there are no, there are a lot no, of men that do that. It, it has a never happened to me. Of yes. But I know it's that. so many people that do that. Yes. And I really don't want that. to happen. Would you to be me. more bothered if you um, snuck away and slept with a guy or snuck away and slept with a woman? Like, which would hurt you more? Ooh, I don't know. To me, the woman for sure. Yeah, because guys, guys have something guy, I don't yeah, have. True. But, but if the guy was yeah cheating on me with someone else, would you ever be open to an open relationship? I just don't want it for me. What if he wanted that? Though? <laughs> <laughs> then go do so it no. somebody else. Yeah. I think you know. I so want you wouldn't do that. I wouldn't because that's not what I want right now in my mm. life. I want a guy that's with me all the freaking time. You know, I want a partner. Mm. It's not just sex. It's a lot of things. It's traveling, making plans, you know. Ex exactly. I think a lot of women uh, do not want an open relationship because as you get older, you want companionship yeah. and you don't want something that's just going to yeah. drop off exactly. at a moment's an notice. An open relationship to me is called casual dating. Mm -hmm. so if the guy's with me and with somebody else tomorrow somebody else tomorrow is like and i've had i've dated guys like that that i found out they were dating a, they were dating a bunch of other girls i'm like go for it it's just not what i want right now what about yeah. threesomes what if they say i committed to you but we can i've done uh, a gazillion threesomes you never did what about a fourth i yeah, I, I have. I uh, wait, wait, I did that too. Please start. What about to you? Hang on. Wait, which, <laughs> when did you do one? You've this never is, talked this is why about she this. Was late today. Yeah, dun, 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 wait, Amanda, <laughs> when did this happen? We put Amanda on the spot. Recent, wait, recently? No. It's not that big of okay. a deal. It's not recent. So it's like every guy's fantasy in LA. No, no, in the okay. world, any man. Oh, with, yeah. <laughs> with, with two guys or a guy and a girl? Two guys. Oh. I never oh. did that. Devil's yeah, threesome. That. I never did that. I, I did threesomes for my guy with another girl. Two guys. It's kind of on my bucket I list, I think. Yeah, I mean, sure. it was yeah. just to try it. It wasn't that great, but I wasn't, you know, it was just yeah. a test. I, I never did that. 
Both of them were French. See? Tell the matchmaker. What does that have to do with that? anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I think, I Hello. it's easier Hello. to find on Tinder. Yes. More open-minded? Yeah, Europeans, I feel like, are more, Very more open-minded here. Yes. There's a lot more um, So much repression here. In there is. Oh, my God, a tent. We can't show our kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. you know, and I tell you guys one thing, and I don't know if you agree with me, and I'm sorry, but most Americans are super uptight about sex. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. Men and women. Women are super frustrated. They're embarrassed yeah. uh, to talk about it, to say what they want in bed. They listen to this silly conversation like, oh, my God, yeah. But and, and men, the same. Most, I'm not saying all, oh, please, guys, there's exceptions. But most men are super uptight in bed, bad in bed. Mm. Americans in general are just not good. Uh, Americans, Lack of education. Americans are way more comfortable with violence than nudity. Yes. It's like, we don't want to see your tits unless you have an AR-15. I know. <laughs> we can talk about this forever, but I think we have to sum it up a little bit. So Kat, <laughs> thank, so you. We're, thank you so much for it coming. It was so much fun. It was so fun having amazing. you here. Really. <laughs> and... So, where can people find your book if yes, we start there? Thank you. My book is. is on Amazon and Kindle. It's a Kindle bestseller. Woohoo! And it's a true story. And that's why I wrote it because at the end of the day, I think, even when we joke around, right, about dating, about relationships, about love, about abuse, w we need to send a message out there. So, like, I think the best thing we can do for ourselves and for everybody else is, like, just tell your freaking story. At the end of the day, you just need to be happy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yellow Roses in June. Yes. Thank Check you it so out, much. guys. Uh, and social media as well? Do we... Huh? Where can people find Social you? media, Kat Zamuto. Z A M M U T O. I have such a problem to pronounce names. You do? I don't know why. That's the you best did thing. You did great. Best thing you got from that marriage is a cool That's last name. Right? <laughs> I know. I don't think I'm ever. A lot of people ask me, oh, are you going to go back to yours? You're gonna, I'm like, nah, I've been Katsamuto for a long time, Katsamuto. almost 20 years. That's it. <laughs> it's almost like a mob boss's wife. Yeah, right. they, their Zamutos are were were um from a mob family in Sicily. Yeah, yeah there are a, a lot a, of mobsters in I'm Sicily. I'm a Demica. When we fucking hate the Zamutos. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Motherfucker. Cat, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you, you guys. So, so much. I hope uh, next time I see you guys on my podcast. Yes. yes. It'll be a lot of fun. Thank you. You guys Let's are amazing. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye.